All right, Lady Ada, what is this? Hey, everybody, and welcome to the show and tell at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. And that means it's time to check in with the community around the world over video camera. This is going to be the, the best Zoom you can do because uh, instead of uh, doing meeting reports, we're going to share our projects. What are we working on, hacking on, 3D printing, sewing, and crafting? We want to know. Uh, we got some uh, updates from DigiKey coming up and then a bunch of Adafruit folks, including special guest Ingrid. All right, Kevin, mm. why don't you kick it off? Tell us the news from hey the great north. Today is a good day to be an employee of DigiKey. So we every year we usually have a big holiday dinner and everybody gets together and we have a nice meal. Everyone knows what's going on. Couldn't happen this year. So what they did is they said, oh, come pick up. We have something for you. Come pick it up. And not knowing what it was, if I would have known, I would have actually set up a GoPro on the hood of my pickup because it was really cool. We got to drive into the new building, the new huge warehouse, and they had this whole area set up with like Christmas lights and decorations. And they gave us our DigiKey currency, which is Digibucks. Digibucks. Right. Yeah, you can spend yeah. that all over Thief River Falls. At we have our own currency, so they're trying to get everybody to shop local invest in the community, which is something they've always done, which is great. Yeah. And, you know, this is just a, a $10 one, but that was really cool. And I got to see a little bit of the inside of the new building by actually driving through it. It's big enough. You can just drive in. Yeah. I, like I said, I wasn't expecting it. I We had our the VP of HR, Shane. You guys have all met Shane. Yeah, I Shane. He was in there greeting everybody, and, you know, everyone was all masked up and socially distanced. But it was really cool. It was a lot of fun. And then I do have, you know, speaking of projects, it is show and tell, so I do want to show a project. I'm going to switch my camera really quick. Hi. Sorry. There. Oh, all right. So there it is. All right. What else you got going on? All right. So I have the mag tag set up right here. Can you see okay. it? Yeah. And it's set up with lights around my monitor. Oh, wow. That's cool. And I am working on, I started getting it done. I didn't have enough time today to finish, but I do want to do this over Adafruit IO. So there's different cycles. There's a little blink one, so it's changing all the colors to red. And then the the chase comet one, it's chasing all the way around. And then just turn it off. Mm, great. I, I love this mag tag. And I, like I said, I want to incorporate some of the wireless elements to it, which is my next project. Okay. So I'll just stand like this. <laughs> All right. Outstanding on brand colors across the entire yeah, workshop like, setup. I like how you have yeah. those like are those real boards taped to your wall or are they Yes, they are. Okay. So there are a whole bunch of boards up there. All, All right. right. Well you can always get them when you need them. They're just and I have too. I'm surprised there's not one taken down because I do need them often. And uh Kevin mentioned Shane before, so their head of HR, we call ours employee resources. We did an actual like live broadcast and we talked about like running electronic companies, taking good care of your people and everything. Uh, check out our YouTube channel and check out that previous interview. And then one thing, um, you know, we do, we call them hug reports instead of bug reports, hug report. Um, one of the things that we've known about DigiKey for almost 10 years now is they do this local spending thing that Kevin was talking about where you're spending DigiBucks. And, you know, this was before the pandemic, this before everyone said, hey, you know, shop local. Um, companies that want to do things like this, it's not impossible. There's been companies doing things like this for a while. So um, anyways, it's really neat. And this is something that DigiKey has been doing for a really long time. So kudos on DigiKey for supporting their local economy. 
Yeah, it is. It, it, they're always willing to invest in the community, and everybody knows everybody around here, so it, it's pretty cool. And just to be able to get out of the house and at least see something, see some of those people, it was a really good day. Right on. Okay, well, thank you so much, Kevin. All right, thank yeah, you. We'll thank you. you. Thank and please send our regards, everyone. Uh, did you keep those spend those Digibucks in all in one place? I absolutely will. <laughs> all right. I'm up. sure there's some delicious baked goods available there. Next up, Ingrid. Hello. Hi, Ingrid. Ingrid, what you got? Hello. What's going on? Hi. <laughs> so I'm a knitter as my main uh, craft project. And so, you know, wanted to do an Adafruit project. So took a flexible strand um, NeoPixel wire and wove it into this scarf. Cool. So just kind of as plain knitting, but just wove the wire every few stitches. And then I... You could see it because it's all black, but I knit a little pocket, uh -huh. put a little button on there, 3D printed button, of course. Ooh, fancy. And got the little electronics in there. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's just a pretty simple project, but it's been a lot of fun. And I like how um, it looks like a star field. Like it's got this light, it's like dark, mm -hmm. and then you've got this sparkly light in it. I like that. It's not, it's not overwhelming. It's, a, it's casual. But uh, also a little like fancy. You can wear it on, at, you know, almost anywhere. Yeah. You know, it's it's definitely a conversation piece, and be nice if I was actually going out and socializing with people at night. But you know, so next year. But even exactly. if you go out, it's like really dark out so early. So even if you go out just to the grocery store, people can see you. So that's yes. kind of good. It's a, it's a safety scarf as well as a fashionable scarf. I think it's perfect right. Zoom wear, which is anything from here up now. Yes. Is like the you know this is Zoom couture I guess is the Zoom couture yeah is a proper term. All right, well it looks amazing. Congratulations working, right? on your uh, knitting project. I used to love to crochet. That was that was what I would do with my hands. Yeah, it's a good while you're on Zoom project. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You can just you can do it below that. Like, nobody has to know you're knitting or crocheting. All right. All right. Thanks looks so much, comfy. Ingrid. Thank you, Ingrid. All right. Next up, JP. What time is it? Uh, well, I'll tell you what time it is. I'm currently streaming show and tell until uh, 1700 hours Pacific time is what That's time right. it is. So this is a uh, up possible. upcoming project that I'm working on. And uh, it's a mag tag, which is um, using a set of currently just a sort of a dictionary of show times uh, and uh, BMP files to look at, but I'm going to JSONify that so that we have a nice JSON file to look at. And it's used to tell you when your next show is going to be on Adafruit. Of course, someone could adapt this to any sort of preset calendar type of thing that they have happening a lot. But uh, what I've got right now is telling me that right now we've got show and tell and then what time the next show is going to start. And then uh, after that, it will let us know, okay, next show will be JP's workshop tomorrow in 18 hours or whatever it is. Yeah. So Kind of handy and very dandy. I like what I like about this is we were chatting about how to do like a Google Calendar tie-in with MagTag, and it's actually like really hard, hard to get Google Calendar data. And then I realized, you know, most people have the same things going on every week, so maybe it just gets the internet time, but then mm -hmm. sleeps in between events and shows you. I mean, like show and tells at the same time every week. You don't need to go on to a Google Calendar to know. We've been doing this for a decade. <laughs> it uh, never so yeah, this is it, it was a it was a cute little hack, but I think for me, like you know, I'm gonna set this up to show up like my events, like my weekly events and meetings, right. and uh, 
it beeps when the event starts and it reminds yeah, me. Yeah, a little, little uh, heads up that something's happening in case you've been uh, not paying attention. And um, it also, I believe it's currently doing a deep sleep uh, and then it tells itself to wake up like in enough time before the next event to check the time and, and yeah. make sure internal time was okay. So uh, it should be something that we can use on battery power on a, you know, just stuck to a metal surface somewhere uh, convenient and just yeah, set it up. Have that be one of you. I mean, it'll be useful for you. Yep, for sure. Hey, no, really good one. Right well, now. there's certain things that people um, watch live now. Live is special. Um, you can do things like we do have a chat, have a community, um, all come together, do live broadcasts. And so I think for something like that, you know, it's special. You could put your own enclosure in it. You know, um, there's always right. replays right. of things. Replays aren't as interesting because you can always watch them later. But um, this is kind of cool. Well, all right. Yep. Right thanks so much, JP. All right. Thanks, JP. All right. Yeah. I'll see you all tomorrow with this project. On tomorrow's show. Right on. Okay. Next up, let's go to Noam Pedro. Noam Pedro, what do you got going on this week? Yeah, so for this week, uh, let's take a look at the screen. This is this week's project. It's a collab project with Liz. She'll talk a little bit more about it. Um, but yeah, check it out. The, the guide went up uh, today. Uh, but I wanted to share some some kind of prototype pieces that just came off the printer. Uh, so we started working on a new project. Uh, this is going to be a 3D printed uh, prop of the dark saber from Star Wars. Uh, so here I have the emitter, this like, uh, I guess, guard, and then like a bit of a coupler here. So I'm printing the handle right now. Uh, so these pieces uh, kind of snap fit together, and then they're secured with a single screw and a cabinet on the inside. So we'll have the wires pass through there. Um, but that's the first piece that we got going on. And then for uh, CAD stuff, I wanted to kind of share, let's do our entire screen. We'll do a little tunnel mode for a second and then jump into CAD land. Uh, so here's uh, sort of the whole build. Uh, for the blade, we're planning to make it out of a couple pieces of acrylic. And then really all the all the all the meat, all the guts are inside uh, the handle. So here's kind of a cross-section view of it. Uh, for the feather, uh, we're using the um, sense. the feather sense. So that has the built-in accelerometer. So we can uh, do that. And I have the kind of this funky looking um, uh, mounting piece that slides in. So the next pieces are to make some mounting brackets for our little battery here and the stemma speaker. And then um, the, uh, the RGB button is going to get panel mounted uh, to the side here. Uh, so that's kind of a quick look at it. Um, I think I have another thing. So you, the model was, you said it was a collaboration. Somebody drew up a model. Um, yeah, so huge shout out to uh, Huawei, who posted a lot of screenshots of his build. Uh, so I, I kind of referenced his design and just recreated it all in Fusion 360. So. I'm making, uh, he used a resin 3D printer. So we're making it so that it prints with no supports and it's oh, more cool. for the FDM style uh, printers. Um, so great. I'm, so, I'm so excited because it's like this is- I am so too. <laughs> a lot of the community can go so fast. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so there's lots of great reference images now and it's just, we're, we're starting to see more and more of it. So it's a, a really good time. So this is kind of the feather mount that we were looking at in Cadland. Mm. So it came up pretty good. We got some standoffs in there. And uh, of course we'll have access to the USB port. So I'll have that little pommel piece It'll just come out. It'll just kind of pop out there. And uh, that's the start of it. So I thought right. it's progress. Um, but for next week, we'll have uh, this guy here in the back. We'll have a layer guide for that, which is uh, an IoT sign that we'll have outdoors on all year round kind of thing. OK. I can <laughs> and uh, tonight on Ask an Engineer, Show we're going to briefly talk about um, how ILM uses Adafruit stuff yeah. in their 
props and more. So if you're watching No and Pedro's Show and Tell right now, or if you're watching 3D Hangouts and wondering, could this stuff be used or will it be used or is it used in things like The Mandalorian? It's also already used. Yes, maybe it's straight up and they can choose anything. They have all the money in the world, literally. And uh, they just don't have a lot of time. So they have to pick the best stuff that's most documented and they choose Adafruit stuff. So we'll talk about that tonight. Sweet. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much. All right. Next up, I'm going to remove that because that's done. Is Paint Your Dragon. Paint Your Dragon, what you got going on this week? Hello there. I'm getting all fancy. I got I got screen and camera going. So I have two mag tags here, luxurious, two of them. And there's just displaying two lists, a naughty and a nice list. And over here in this window, I have a Google spreadsheet, cloud, cloud-based stuff. And I have a uh, list of naughty people and nice people on this list. And one gets uh, from one to the other. I, I could uh, add some folks here. Uh-oh. On, uh, or it yeah. could be Phil B. Yeah, um, oh, no. <laughs> you know, the Bob guy, you know, he kicked a dog, and I kind of draw the line there. So he moved over to the naughty list. Yeah. Okay. So in theory, if I if I uh, tell those boards to go resync with the cloud live demo, who knows if this will work, but uh, we'll be patient for a moment. We should get updated lists there. Uh, while we wait, interesting thing with, uh, with the Google spreadsheets is you can have multiple people editing them at the same time. Yeah. So, Santa and Krampus, they could be, you know, jamming on this uh, spreadsheet together. There we go. We got new lists with the new information. This is amazing. Yeah. So we got we got lots of people on the naughty list now. So Krampus will eat well. He doesn't have to stop and go get a McRib, you know, during the night. He's he's well fed now. So I'm working on that, and I should have a, a guide soon. Um, I didn't mention these are running the same code. There's just there's just a yeah. selection in there where you say, "Hey, I want this column or I want this column." I like the naughty and nice font actually. And, that's um, really I'm gonna just spend a second on this, but this is you know one of those times where I kind of wish we did a show called like Iron Engineering or something like that, like Iron Chef, because this project would be so hard doing it any other way. But because we built Circuit Python to be so easy. Um, just get a, if you can do a Google sheet, which is like practically mandatory for operating in society now. If you can make a Google sheet, you can have an online IoT data source for a Wi-Fi connected ink display, and do this in a matter of minutes. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I've been writing the guide for a couple days, and then it's like, okay, but I have to like make the code, and the code took like thirty minutes, you know. To, yeah. to, to even with the fancy fonts and everything even with the fancy fonts yeah Matt, we get to talk about fonts and stuff like that like yeah it was the explanation that took all the time but the yeah, writing the cool. was a breeze i like yeah. that you used um also your cursive fonts you you like the cursive right. font this is a pretty oh, yeah, christmas list you have to have well, you know and again like i'll just say it. so if you're doing anything with microcontrollers do you ever get to like i wonder what cool font i'm going to use no it always looks terrible it's like, oh, look, you know, it, it's always like the crummy font that's off to the side. And it's like, oh, yeah, like Java applet style. Cool. Yeah, Anyways. you get like this font is centered. Yeah, you can do all sorts of cool stuff for Python. That's my opinion. Good stuff. Okay. So, well, thanks so much for have a guide uh, in a couple days, I think, and uh, explain how to do this. And I'll have other projects as well. This is just okay. one example of what you could do with this. Well, right. Blink is on the nice list. I Blink. think it's, I think you did a good job taking the, the you know, we're like, oh, you can turn Google spreadsheets into JSONs, and you're like, I'm going to do this fun project to you. 
You give yeah. it your flair. You should be on the nice side. <laughs> I think that was me. Oh. Okay. Next up. Dan, speaking of Circuit Python stuff, Dan, what do you got going on? All right. So uh, we've been, this is more deep sleep fun. Uh, one thing that people wanted for deep sleep is when you go to deep sleep, you want to remember something like maybe a count of how many times you've done something or the last reading or something like that. And so what do you do? Deep sleep makes your board completely reset. And so the regular RAM goes away because it would use too much power to hold the regular RAM, uh, hold the, the stuff that's in regular RAM. So that has to go away. But it turns out that for nearly all microcontrollers, there's a small amount of, usually it's called backup RAM or something, which is designed to be used during some, some kind of really low power sleep mode. So in the ESP32-S2, there's backup RAM and you get eight kilobytes of backup RAM and it only takes like five microamps to remember, to leave that on. So I just added some stuff, just finished it a few minutes before this um, to be able to use the backup RAM to store stuff. Now, if you turn, if you pull the battery out, you'd lose it, but usually the battery is, uh, is, is gonna be okay. So if you, if you wrote this stuff to, to flash, you wear out the flash eventually, but if you use RAM, you're not gonna wear that out. So uh, what this um, little demo program is doing is just, Every few seconds, it increments a count, and it's also reading the battery voltage to do something interesting. So uh, we see that it's changing. It's at 69, and it should change and go to 70. There we go. And I just got this working. It seems to be actually a little bit odd, and I think somebody else might be trying to use this backup RAM, so I have to make sure that nobody else is using it. But mostly, it seems to be staying the same. And so you'll be able to have your deep sleep program to remember stuff in between sleeping. Like you write a little notepad next to the bed and you go to sleep and then you, yeah. wake up and you look at the notepad again. That's what's going on here. That's cool. Very cool. Okay. Right, very handy. It. Yeah, deep sleep, it's like the it's like oh, there's all these little pieces and details that go with it that make it complicated, but we're getting to all of them. Yep, exactly. Yeah, the timing yeah. deep sleep has been great. So Terrific. Yeah. More, more on the way. All right, thank all you, right. Dan. You. All right, you're welcome. Okay, go take a nap. All right, next up, Scott, what you got cooking this week? Well, let's see if it works, shall we? Um, I also have been working on sleep, um, and I may have confused it. So what I've got is I've got a code.py here that has don't the error message is old, so don't worry about that. Um, but what I have here is that when the red lights are on the first time, it's waiting for me to press a button. So if I press the button, it should go into uh, another sleep yeah. uh, with the lights off. So that should be theoretically yeah. a deep sleep based on pin level. And then if I hit it again, it wakes up and it's in the code.py again. Uh, so if I hit it again, it should go down. So I've been working on uh, waking up from sleep by uh, checking a pins level, uh, which is useful for buttons and also external sensors. And that oh. went better than I expected. Yeah, great demo. So Look, have, I literally just loaded that code on there. We have a refrigerator oh, magnet. Gosh. We have a refrigerator magnet, you know, um, a mag tag. And it'd be cool to have it set up so when you just go by and you want to do a refresh, you just hit the button, it wakes up from deep sleep, does its stuff, and then displays. So yeah. You'd use it for that. Yeah, because right now we have really good deep sleep for a certain amount of time. So you can sleep for an hour or a day, and then you can calculate, like, wake up next you know, 8 p.m. or at midnight to do something yeah. like, you know, uh, get the weather, get like, 
you know, whatever statistic or like we have a tides project, but then this is handy for like when you press the button, it refreshes, but it's not a full reset. It could be from light sleep and it can also use that um, NVM RAM that Dan just showed off. Good sleeping. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it'll be cool. I'm excited. I mean, very impressed that it went that far. But okay. uh, so some crashes and stuff along the way too, which is good. And you have a deep dive this week are you going to do? Yeah, doing it on Friday. I think right. next week will probably be Thursday, and then that may be the last one before the new year. Okay. All right. So if folks want to learn more about this, check out Scott's deep dive on all of our social channels. Yep. This Friday. Yeah, and this is probably what I'll talk about. Yes. Time. Sleepy cool. time. All right. Next up, Liz. Hey, Liz. You're using, I think, some deep sleep type stuff on some of your projects. Yes. Uh, so as uh, I mentioned, uh, we did this kind of Christmas countdown this week. Um, so it's a little uh, tree bitmap, and it does use deep sleep. Uh, right now, it's set to wake up every 12 hours, but actually someone already put in a pull request to have it wake up at midnight, which uh, I think works a little better. <laughs> so uh, you, we're going to test that overnight, and if it works, then it'll be good to go. Um, but I just want to talk quickly. I have these little kind of blinky boards, and uh, what's special about them is it was the first time I used Reflow, and I actually did it with an Easy Bake Oven uh, that you would just buy at a box store, um, cool. unmodified, and I used um, the low temp maker paste that you guys have in the shop, and it worked beautifully. Um, so I kind of wanted to mention it in case folks have wanted to try Reflow but haven't necessarily had like a fully modified like oven or. Yeah concerned about hot air and things so that's awesome and does yeah. it have like the bulb in it and everything so the the what's interesting is the old easy big ovens had the bulb but then when the u.s put in those new um energy efficient light bulb standards they couldn't have the bulb anymore so now it's actually like a proper oven and it gets up to about like 350 375 degrees fahrenheit okay yeah so yeah hot enough yeah oven. all right cool yeah for the low temp pace sounds great all right nice all work right. thank you so much liz no problem have a good one Thank you, Liz. All right, next up, we're gonna go to Travis the Maker, and then we're gonna go to Jeremy, then Tinkering Tech, and then Mark. So if everyone keeps it to like minute-ish, which is about what we usually do, we'll be able to get to everyone. Travis. Hey, Travis. Take it away. Cool, hello. Uh, yeah, so I will be very brief. Uh, I joined a makerspace a few years ago uh, here in Boston, and I got to learn how to solder. And so it was a little clock kit, and I really enjoyed that experience, and I've tried to I've learned a bunch of stuff in the last few years, but really haven't given back to the community. So I've been working on a uh, DIY keyboard kit. Oh, nice. Yeah. You, um, I've learned way too much about the keyboard community, a uh, very fascinating oh, yeah. community. Um, and yeah, so I built this kit and this is about where it's at right now. Uh, I have tons of prototypes. I actually have a laser cutter in the mail right now to start adding enclosures and stuff because it's a little bit bare bones right now. Um, but yeah, a great way to learn how to solder and code and then try and I want to get back and not just consume everything, but share with others. So, okay. so, yeah. so when, when and where will these be available for people to get? I'm final finalizing the Kickstarter right now. Uh, probably hmm. going to launch it. I learned that December is a bad month for Kickstarter. So probably in January, I in the Discord. So I can pop a link in there as well. Yeah, please do. And uh, you know, we, we don't cover Kickstarters all the time, but if folks come on our show and tell, and they're doing something like here. giving back to the community. We absolutely will um, spotlight your Kickstarter. So just drop me a PT at Adafruit.com when you're ready to promo it and we'll help get the word out. Awesome. And one last bit actually I forgot to add is it's not soldered in, but the next prototype I'm using the Itsy Bitsy, uh, which is a lot better than the current board I'm using. So apologies yeah. to the current board I'm using. 
the construction on this is a lot better. And I've noticed with my previous prototypes that the USB connector falls off. So mm -hmm. the next circuit boards that I'm getting in the mail in about five days, we'll have this on that. So excited okay, to cool. try out this one. As yeah, well. you yeah. can try Bluetooth. You can do like a, a BLE keyboard. All good yes. stuff. Yes. All right. Awesome. Yeah, that'll be different tiers of the Kickstarter. That's right. <laughs> Thank, All right, thank you so That's much, Travis. Travis. And uh, thanks for telling your story because I think a lot of people, they learn something and they want to do something and give back, and you did. So thanks for sharing that. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Take care. All righty. Next up, Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy. What you got going on? Hey, Jeremy. I don't know if Jeremy can hear us. Mm. Jeremy. Hello. Hey, Jeremy. Hi. We're here. Hey, how's it going? Good. Hey. Um, uh, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. Show your thing. Yep. Big delay. So anyway, um, uh, everybody's seen the the um, uh, Trellis uh, M4 board, and um, I wanted to scale up to something a little bit bigger, um, so I improved the uh, the Hella Unsport by um, putting Neo trellises around a trellis M4 in the back. So it's got the thin sandwich approach case, um, like the, uh, the trellis M4 device. Um, I gave up the um, wireless battery control or wireless battery operation um, to get the thin, the thin case, but um, it works pretty good. Awesome. All right. So, so since there's a delay, we're just, just trying to sort of name. approach an open source, um, uh, open source push device that Ableton makes, kind of. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jeremy. In about a few seconds, you'll get this, us saying, yay, good work. Keep <laughs> going back to the show and tell. So Jeremy's on the moon. It just takes time for our, our messages to That's cool. All right. right. Thanks so much, Jeremy. Awesome. All right, next up, we're going to go to Tinkering Tech, and then we're going to wrap up with Hey, guys, Mark can you hear me? Hey, Tinkering Tech. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yes. Hey, uh, so I, I've been working on some uh, FM radio stuff, so I decided to start working on some accessories, like stem accessories, uh, especially for the MagTag. I haven't got the MagTag yet. I'm actually waiting for it to come back in stock. Uh, so I got one of these Metro uh, ESP32S2s, uh, and I made a little uh, FM radio board that's, uh, that's stem QT capable. Uh, so the idea there is to have FM radio for the MagTag. You can put a little speaker on it and hang it on your fridge if you want to listen to radio. That's a good idea. Uh, so I, I actually, uh, I'm going to get a little uh, speaker that you guys have on the, in the store. I can't remember what it's called, but it's a tiny one. So I'm going to prototype it, try and bake it all into one board and, uh, you know, prototype it uh, with the MagTag. The idea is to use Adafruit I.O. to change channels and things like that, since you won't have uh, any other way to do it. Maybe you could do it on the MagTag itself since it has buttons, but uh, that's one of the connectivity ideas that I have yeah. for that project. Yeah, it's a smart idea because like once you're on the channel, you leave it there. So why waste power or anything on the display? It could just hang out on the refrigerator. Exactly. And I know streaming audio is kind of tough uh, well, with the ESP32S2. So I thought maybe having a native radio is, uh, yeah. is yeah, an easy way to do it. Uh, one real quick, uh, I want to thank you guys for uh, promoting my uh, crowd supply campaign. I actually got funded, got 24 hours left. Uh, so that's for these uh, kits uh, that I talked about and you guys actually showed in your um, Ask an Engineer. So I appreciate that. Thank you for that. And uh, uh, now the work begins. <laughs> yeah, this is um, when people say, what's so good about open source? I'm more interested in an interview. 
there's an ecosystem and a community that we all create together, and yeah. this is what it looks like. So yep, open source, and it's also my way of giving back to the community. Yeah, you guys have right on. here. So thank you. All right, thank you. All right, Mark, play us out. What you got going on this week? That's sure. Well, real life has got in the way of a lot of time, but I just finished starting to soldering all of these NeoPixels. Yeah, cool. I've decided I wanted to put up a display for Christmas seeing all the lights. I still have about these many pixels again to add on to this matrix. Um, yeah, this has been extremely easy outside of the fact that I don't know how to solder very well. You will uh, see. But, and I've got a couple other components that I want to add for some more light. And hopefully by the next week, I can have this up and show off the finished product. Right on. All right, good work. Looks great. You can uh, check you, out Nan Pedro's sign when they publish it. You can use some of their code too. Maybe if you, yeah, I've been looking at that and the clips that he was using too would be just perfect. If you play Christmas music while you solder, you'll either use that to help you know your pace or you'll be like, I hate Christmas music. Let me get this over with and you'll solder faster. But one of those two things will happen. <laughs> yeah, that's probably really true. And usually it just ends up with me burning myself. But at least this much is working, and I haven't destroyed any strips yet, which I'm kind of surprised about. They're, they're kind of durable. All right. All right. Thank you All so right. much, Thank Mark. You. I'll see you next everybody. week or the week after whenever you're done soldering. Thanks for coming by this week. Perfect timing right. to everybody. Yep. Thank you so much, everybody. That was Show & Tell. We're here every single week, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. Thanks for making this the best half an hour of our week every single week. We'll see everybody on Ask an Engineer, which starts in about a minute or so. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.